Hi, everybody. I'm Jimmy DeYoung. You're listening to Prophetic Perspective. This is an opportunity for you to be able to glean some information about current events in light of biblical prophecy. We're going to be listening to a portion of my audio series. It's a five-part, five-hour audio series on CD entitled The Babylon Factor, and it focuses on what is happening in modern-day Iraq and how that plays into the end-time prophecy that's laid out in the entire Word of God. Will you take a moment now, listen to this, and then I'll tell you how you can get your own individual copy of The Babylon Factor. Right now, let's listen to the study. And so here it is. Angels take on the form of men. By the way, what are you going to do with Second Peter chapter 2, Jude, where it says, and angels committed fornication and they were thus put in the abyss. I'm simply telling you that now evil angels. Why was this? This was Satan's subtle strategy to take control of humankind. Remember what it says in chapter 3, verse 15 of the book of Genesis? I will bring forth a Messiah. And a Messiah has to come from a pure bloodline. And Satan said, if I can contaminate that bloodline, I've got it together. And God said, no, you don't. And God destroys all of mankind. That's chapter 6, 7, and 8. Chapter 9, he tells them to be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth. Chapter 9, verse 6, he establishes human government. Now we're at the point where I wanted to show you how Nimrod enters in. Chapter 10, we start to see the genealogy of Nimrod. Chapter 10, verse 1, now these are the generations of the sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Jepheth, and unto them were sons born after the flood. Go to verse 6, and the sons of Ham... That was Cush, the first one. Now go down to verse 8. And Cush begot Nimrod. Nimrod is a great-grandson of Noah. Cush was the grandson. Ham was the son. So you have Noah, Ham, Cush, Nimrod. Look at verse 8. And Cush begot Nimrod. He began to be a mighty one in the earth. Nimrod comes forth. Satan selects him because he wants to have one who is going to be the ruler of all mankind on the earth at this time. That which God set in place in Genesis chapter 128 is now going to be redirected by Satan in Genesis chapter 10 and chapter 11. And so he selects Nimrod, who is going to be a mighty one. He's going to be a leader. How did he become a leader? Look at the next verse, chapter 10, verse 9. He was a mighty hunter before the Lord. Wherever it is said, even as Nimrod, the mighty hunter before the Lord. Well, how he was able to go into leadership was he became a mighty hunter before the Lord. What did he hunt? Well, may I suggest something? I can take care of two problems right here, if you'll just allow me to think with you just a few moments. People wonder what in the world ever happened to the dinosaurs. I suggest to you that one thing that happened to the dinosaurs to make them go into distinction was that Nimrod, a mighty hunter before the Lord, started to kill them off. You see, dinosaurs went into the ark. Oh, not some big, gigantic dinosaur. 
That was a dinosaur. That was a, a granddaddy and a grandmama dinosaur. They took a teenage dinosaur and his mate in the ark. Well, how do I know that? Because everything that had been created, and on the sixth day of creation, Genesis chapter 1, he created dinosaurs. Animals that creeped on the land. And they all went in the ark. Two of every animal and seven of the unclean go in the ark. Look back at chapter 8 just for a second. Let me show you something interesting. Verse 16, he tells them to go out of the ark. Everybody, every animal. And by the way, what we have to conclude is they probably all went to sleep for that year that they were in the ark. Otherwise, that ark would have been absolutely jam-packed full of rabbits. I am convinced of that. And maybe other animals. So they probably hibernated during that year. Okay, now, look what it says. Uh, They're getting ready to go out of the ark. And by the way, he's going to give them a command. So this is probably how we come to this conclusion. You see, you can't have a chapter and verse to prove everything. Nobody has a chapter and verse to prove the Trinity to me in this building. What do we do? We take an assimilation of all Scripture and put it together and get our doctrine on the Trinity. You can't prove the rapture in one verse. What do you do? You take a compilation of all the Scripture and come to a decision on a doctrine about the rapture. That's what we've done here. We simply read. Look what it says in chapter 8, verse 16. Go forth of the ark, thou and thy wife and thy sons and thy sons' wives with thee. Bring forth with thee every living thing that is with thee of all flesh, both of the fowl and of the cattle and of every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth that they may breed abundantly in the earth and be fruitful and multiply upon the earth. They had multiplied. Now they're going to multiply. Now they're going to be fruitful. Now they're going to breed abundantly. And Noah went forth and his sons and his wives and his sons and his wife and every beast, every creeping thing and every fowl and whatsoever creepeth upon the earth after their kind went forth out of the ark. What happens then? Well, look and see. Verse 20, and Noah builds an altar unto the Lord to give thanks. Verse 22, look at this. And while the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. Prior to this time, there was ever, never summer, winter, fall, or spring. That's seed time, spring, harvest, fall. Summer, winter. It had never rained. And so now, this is established. Thank you for taking a few moments to listen to this portion of a five-hour, five-part audio series on CD that is available. This is entitled The Babylon Factor. We've been focusing on Iraq and the continuing activities that are absolutely setting the stage for Bible prophecy to be fulfilled. The name of this series, The Babylon Factor, it's a must. If you have a friend there or know someone that has a family member or a friend in Iraq, they need to have this series entitled The Babylon Factor, which gives them a prophetic perspective on what is happening in that unique part of the world. 
This five-part, five-hour audio series on CD is available. You can call our toll-free number. It's 877-674-3298. That's 877-674-3298. Or go to our website, www.prophecytoday.com. You can order your copy of The Babylon Factor by either calling or going to the website. I want to thank you for taking a few moments to study the prophetic scriptures with us. By the way, remember, everything we've talked about in this study indicates that Jesus Christ is coming soon. But the rapture takes place. That's the calling up of all of us who know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. It happens seven years before Babylon really comes to its conclusion. And that rapture could happen at any moment. Having said that, nothing left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until...